apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jimmy Battisti, and with me is Joe Aguirre and Victoria Lang. The three of us are going to discuss the hot topics of politics today. Uh, three different viewpoints, right? I'm a Republican veteran. We got Joe Aguirre, the independent, and we have Victoria, the Democratic Socialist. We're going to just jump right into this right here. I'm sorry. I said I told him to say that for the Yes, I, I did have permission to call. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, we're just going to start going. How about it, guys? All right. So this is my little piece. Here we go. Let's go. Brandon gets chanted at his own rallies and his approval is under 40 percent. He ran as a moderate and lied. This is what we get. His VP is a joke and laughs at all things real. Seriously, folks, what the hell is her deal? Ukraine is on the brink and Russia is, is as ready as they can. This country is too worried about feelings instead of the boogeyman. While people all over the world starve and worry about where to sleep, America sleeps and worries about views and likes on their last treat, tweets. Our priorities are screwed and there isn't a nice way to say it. We have all become a bunch of wussies that are all full of shit. <laughs> That is absolutely a delightful way to start <laughs> off this show. Like I didn't, yeah, and I gotta tell you, um, a great off the cuff poem by you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, you know, I saw the script earlier today and I did not realize that it, it was all a rhyme. Rhymed. That's what an <laughs> idiot I am. So, you know, where I'm coming from as the independent <laughs> of the group, I'm the Ken Bone of this show. <laughs> You got it, right, Victoria? You read it and saw that it was rhyming? No, I literally read it out loud and didn't realize that it was a rhyme. Really? I feel like the way that it's you really, did it. It's really, it's the rhythm. 
If you don't yes. have the rhythm, if you just read it like sentences, you don't, yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I like to be a little spontaneous. And if that was a little, uh, well, a little humorous as well. So if that brought a little humor, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> but let's jump right into topic number one, because the headlines don't portray my feelings of what the real story should be. All right. So right now we're going to talk about Hillary Clinton being uh, paying a company to spy on the Trump campaign. Not only the Trump campaign in Trump Tower, but in the White House as well during his presidency. The Trump campaign spying in the in the uh, Trump Tower, I'm really not surprised by. Right. I mean, both sides have been caught doing it, i.e. Watergate. So, <laughs> yeah. It's happened, right? Both sides have done it. So that's not what's bothering me about this. What's really bothering me about this is two things. Number one, have we become so reliant on technology that it's become a crutch? Number two, if somebody can infiltrate the White House network, I think we have a bigger, bigger issue than the names on the headlines, right? I really don't want to make this conversation about a Trump Clinton because I think the Clinton is uh, the Clinton era is kind of over. It's irrelevant, but I think the bigger issue here is the national security problem that that faces. Right. So Victoria, you commented to me a little bit about this on, uh, on the, uh, uh, on the script. Do you think it's a big issue as I do? Well, what I have, I guess what I want to ask you is that if you're so concerned about the national security when it comes to Hillary Clinton, how do you feel about January 6th? Because that is a lot worse than somebody who's already involved in the government and knows what's going on in the White House because they've lived there. But being there, then a bunch of like random people like literally breaking in and trying to kill a bunch of senators. So my question is like, if the priority is national security, then how do you feel about that do you know what i mean so here's my feelings on january 6th and we're going to do this real quick because i don't want to get off into a tangent on january 6th because we could and we could spend the entire show Pleasure. on january 6th right it, it's you like people still ask me if i think it was a coup attempt if i think it was an insurrection do i think it was this violent mob and i say prove it to me right you have all these right-wing gun-loving, Second Amendment, Uzi-carrying people, right? Because that's who we're talking about, right? Who went to the Capitol to murder senators, to cause an insurrection, and brought no guns. But they so, did. Pictures they, of people with guns. There was three. And only one person got charged. Only one. Joe? And there's like tweets. We, we, and there's we discussed like this on the show. The I don't think I, there was only one. There was only one gun charge, and that was not even for shooting anybody. Right. It was. It was for uh, possession of a weapon, and uh, the guy had like 144 rounds of ammunition or some insane uh, amount. Now, again, but here's where the misinformation train always rears its ugly head. The FBI said that they had not arrested anybody for gun crimes. And the right-wing media blasted that right out there. But the next 
the rest of her sentence, I should say, was I can't speak for the Washington or the, the Capitol Police. And so we found out, obviously, from the Capitol Police, that there obviously were people charged with gun crimes. There was so, one person again, Right, right. Well, again, but four people had guns. Four people that were there had guns. One got charged with uh, a gun crime and, and, and apparently had a plan in, in place to do some shooting. Which Allegedly. is why he had all the and he didn't do it. Whatever. I mean, again, one guy doesn't doesn't make it an armed insurrection. You Thank know, you. you're 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 That's definitely right point. about that. But does that make it any more of or any less of a threat to say national security? Absolutely. Than- Absolutely. There was no national secrets. There was no national secrets. There was no top secret information being being stolen during that January 6th riot. Nothing. There was nothing going out to the enemy during a riot, right? What I'm talking about is this. If somebody can infiltrate the White House server, that is a national security issue via information. Right? Right. It's, not, it's not danger. It's not like somebody's going to attack us because of it. But that's the information that's going through the White House. So listen, much like with the Mueller report, uh, apparently former president, two-time impeached former president Donald Trump, is misquoting this Durham report. Nowhere in there does this guy even suggest that that's what happened, nor was a crime committed. Donald Trump, who incorrectly identified Robert Durham as John Durham, um, didn't say anything like that in his report. And there's the, the meeting at Trump Tower was at the beginning of February. He had been in office for three weeks. The so, timeline, the timeline doesn't add up. This is Donald Trump taking vague information and trying to perpetuate something else, and then Josh Hawley and company just repeat it, and that becomes the new facts. But that apparently, from everything I've read in the last two hours, James, it, this is just Donald Trump running his mouth. Okay, in the and, last two and, hours, I've read criminal case number two one five eight two which is United States of America versus Michael Sussman. So I'm actually reading the indictment and stuff like that. And it explicitly does say that Sussman was working for the Clinton campaign. He's also working for, what's his name? Hold on. It is a 13-page document, so bear with me. I have it up right now. Uh, Who is this person? I, here's the, I mean, here's the other thing, you know, Michael I, Sussman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, you, you can put information out there on the internet and you could say whatever you want it to say. I don't think that necessarily makes things true. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the indictment. This is the actual case, right? This is the actual filing of the case against Michael Sussman and in it, it explicitly says that he paid that he billed the Clinton campaign mm-hmm. for coming up with a Russia shed. I mean, it now hold on. I want to make this clear, everybody. Let me make this perfectly clear. All right, that this is still an allegation, Sage. Right? This has not been tried. This has not been, you know, technically proven by a court of law. So I mean, I want to put that disclaimer out there, right? Okay. And so, and the guys that did it are like, we didn't do it, which is you know, uh, obviously what, what the right. the guy that did it usually says. Now, but Durham is not going to file something like this 
that is now the original the original charge is just lying to the FBI. I get it. But if you read this 13 page document, what he is recommending, what he is forwarding the discussion is a lot deeper than that. Right. So I would really, really suggest for everybody, don't take my word for it, guys, but go out there. It's case number criminal case number. 21-582 United States of America versus Michael A. Sussman. It's only 13 pages. Give it a quick read. It explicitly says that there is a link between the information that was found on the server that was paid for and was paid for by the Clinton campaign. Now, again, I don't want to make this about Clinton, right? Her time is over. Everybody knows that she's not going to win even if she runs again. What I really think is the is the crux here. There's a breach in the White House. There's a breach in the White House server. And the national security level of it, problem that causes is ginormous. Exactly what Tyler said. There's probably high schoolers. I'm going to be completely honest with you. If I really tried hard, I could probably hack into the White House right now. I guarantee you I, can't. I, I guarantee I you can't. They yes. deal with like threats and all that kind of stuff on a daily basis. But just because everybody's like, oh, it's Hillary Clinton, or just because Trump says that, it's like a huge deal now. It's not. I never said Trump, guys. I never. Why do you guys keep saying I said Trump? I never said Trump. I heard Joe say it. Yeah. Okay. I've never once said Trump. I said Durham. And I said, Sus. No, I mean, I said, like, who you, is coming out with this information? Like, who was the first person to accuse John Durham of this? But, but, but he didn't. That's that he didn't say that. That's not what he's saying. It's, I mean, literally, Robert Durham, again, Thank you. the president <laughs> called him John Durham, wrong, wrong name, wrong person, and has more or less misquoted this guy. The timeline doesn't make any sense. Why would she hack the computer when he was in office? How is that yeah. spying on his campaign? He was already That's in the not White House. I'm not talking about spying then. Then he, yeah. they were trying to make a connection between him and the bank, bank number one, bank Russia one again, is what it's called so, in the indictment. So Robert Durham does not allege that that's what happened. That Donald Trump literally took that report and said that that's what he said. I can read it for you verbatim if you knock it out. All right. <laughs> this is going to be a stretch. So everybody start. Wait, are you going to read us 13 pages right now? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to find that specific part about the him linking him to the Clinton campaign. All right. That's the one I'm that's the part I'm trying to. Uh, find. Hey, what do we know to. about Michael Sussman? Because that the name sounds sus. Seriously, Michael Sussman is the was the top Democratic lawyer. He represented all the big shots over in the Democratic Party. He worked for the DNC. He worked for all the Democrats. Right. He was okay. the top guy. Was I say that was right. Uh, the top dog. When it comes to lawyers. Yeah. For those guys. Yeah, he was. It was it was crazy. Are you going to oh, read it? I'm, ready. I'm, I'm finding it right now. Bring it on. I want to hear this. This this could be... Um... Other provisions of law to establish that the defendant sought to conceal the Clinton campaign ties to the Russian bank one allegations from the FBI and others. Latham, Latham advised concerning these statements, therefore may be coming at issue in motion in limine. These are 
legal shit, trial testimony and or aspect, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's saying, you heard that, right? Yeah, do what, do what Trump do what Trump did now and tell me what you wanted to say. No, I'm not. I'm telling you what it said. That didn't verbatim. say anything. He was All trying to hide the connection. What's the connection? The sought to What's the connection, though? The they don't say what the connection is because they the have Russia no idea what it is. No, they do. And who did it? Who did Hillary Clinton pay to do this? Is that Sussman. in the allegation? Yes, Sussman. Oh, Sussman, the lawyer, did it? Sussman is the one. That, okay, this is... Let me try to, I'm going to try to break it down without screwing this up. I didn't want to do this because I didn't want to misspeak here, okay? But I'm going to try to do my best of the of what I read, all right? So. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Actually, <laughs> I take it back. Let's just read the whole thing. Let's make this podcast you reading 13 pages. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. It truly is, guys. I, I think it was the first again. He he brings up there's a connection between this guy and Hillary Clinton, but he doesn't make any accusations, and he didn't offer any proof. Other than the guy said it, that's not evidence. The, the an guy allegation. Said it that's an allegation. Himself. That's yeah, not. I, evidence. I'm not. I'm not saying. No, I preferenced this. Did I not? Did I not preference this saying this is still in the allegation stages? Correct. I said that. Okay. Yes. But but Durham is not going to bring this to trial like this or without evidence. Do you, I mean, it might shake out. It might and I'm going to say this right now. I don't now. know. It might shake you, out that I don't know if you heard about it's, the it, 64 it lawsuits that they brought all over the country with zero evidence as they watched all of them get thrown out of court. So it's not past the Trump Game plan. This isn't Trump. This isn't to, Trump, it is, this is this is Trump. This Trump is, actually Trump appointed Durham. This. Yes, but it's right. Been, That's it his special prosecutor that the he appointed. day he left office. This could have been shut down. Right, Period. but Biden but doesn't. So Biden no doesn't do stuff Trump like that. Thing. That's. That's one of right? his one. Merrick quality. Garland approved more funding. Quality. Right. Did he just approved more funding for it? So this is no longer a Trump thing, guys. Mary Carlin approved it. Your guy just approved it to continue. I, I don't know why Merrick Carlin's my guy, but thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Yeah, I'm I'll tell saying, you right now. If, saying, if, if I was no Merrick Garland, pitch. I would have gone to the White House and I would have challenged Mitch McConnell to a fist fight. I, I would have. That would have been a lot more entertaining than this shit. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> that would have been so... He should have just done that, and then he should have just punched him in the face. Yeah. I don't want the Supreme Court seat now. Like, if we, you're going to not let me have my Supreme Court seat, I should at least get to punch you in your face. I mean, seriously, though, can you, can you imagine, like, you know, Mitch McConnell in a fist fight? Uh, listen, once they, outlawed, listen once they outlawed duels in Washington, D.C., these guys got all out of line. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying bring back duels, but maybe. No, I agree. Dueling for, yeah, seems like way. I mean, like, to be completely honest with you, like, confrontation nowadays only gets solved two ways like a lawsuit or like somebody ends up dying, you know? And that's a shame. But and that's bullshit. You're absolutely right. It's bullshit. You're, you're 100% well, right. We just like tussled it out, you know? It is what it is. Back in, I mean, I'm only 44, guys. Back in my day, we would beat the crap out of each other and then be best friends afterwards. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it was. Nowadays, it's... Uh, that's frustrating. That is extremely frustrating to me. Anyways. <laughs> yes. But you know what? I want to actually... I, I'm going to, I'm going to make a little stretch here. Okay. So let's, let's argue, or let's just go ahead and think and say that, uh, there was a breach in the white house server, right? Which this document is alleging. What right. does that the, say? Hold on. The, right. But the alternative being that it was an actual connection between the Kremlin and the white house. That's the alternate version of the story here. Which, is that it was something that Trump set up? Yeah, but which that was absolutely more likely. Debunked. Which seems more likely that that would have happened, or that Hillary Clinton would have arranged it after he got in office and had already beaten her? I don't know. I mean, again, I'm just I'm trying to think of this logically, you James. Guys, like I'm telling you, please. I'm just read trying the to document. think of this from a logical standpoint. I don't understand why she would have done that. Please, please read the document. You don't understand? Play my video that I sent you. That's why. Play the video that I sent you, Joe. Play the video. You want to see why she did this after he was in office? Play the video. All right. Let's play the video. Roll the clip. The evidence is pretty clear that there was collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russian. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. We saw strong evidence of collusion. Well, we know there was collusion with people in the campaign. I think a mountain of evidence of collusion between the uh, campaign and the Russians. No collusion at all. No collusion, no nothing. No collusion, no nothing. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. I like that the evidence by the by right-wing media is Trump saying he didn't do it. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is for four years, four years, we heard nothing but Russia, 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 when none of it was true. But that's well, not true. It was Well, all right. Let's tap the brakes on that, and let's talk about what this actually was. This was a, this was a, by the book, KGB operation. They strongly gave the impression that there was collusion, James. And we know this by 120 undocumented contacts with Russian agents, right? In the end, nothing came of it. There was no actual collusion proven. But the suggestion that there were was such a divisive issue. I, I wonder who would have created something like that for their own political gain. And then you have to ask yourself then why Trump was so friendly with the guy for four years. Just a thought. I don't know. I mean, I guess the opposite being Hillary Clinton is a criminal mastermind who. I agree. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like you, you got a really hard sell. I'm not a big Hillary Clinton fan. All right. Either, man. I'm and, not selling uh, it, brother. I'm to, not the to, one to selling try it. To, to the try United to convince States government that is that, that lady is like Scarface. I, I just don't buy it. I really don't buy it. I mean, like, if we're going to go down that rabbit hole of like the whole like drinking baby's blood and stuff, I feel like, yeah, like for sure. Like, if she's doing it, all of them are doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree with that. No, no, but, um, uh, 
this, I feel like, I don't even know if she's like smart enough to like even think of this idea. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Mike, I agree with you wholeheartedly that no, I'm not surprised that she could do this at all. Uh, and I think that when this is all, when the dust clears, we're all going to see some people being indicted. Do I ever think Clinton's going to go to jail? Absolutely friggin' not. But do I think that people around her are going to be indicted and go to jail? I, uh, I'm going to be putting my money on yes. And let me say this. I would be the first person, buddy, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Chelsea Clinton or George Clinton or any Clinton for that matter, or anyone connected to the Clintons or Anthony Weiner. Just wanted to say that name tonight. Love it. Um, if if you break the law, here's this is my thing, and this is what pisses me off, dude. Is like, I, and I feel like, and 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 so for anybody who's new, I mean, I was a Republican my entire life. I'm so turned off by the way they do business. I don't think the Democrats are doing us any favors either. So that again, no endorsement of their work. But I don't know, dude. This is like, um, this really it has really boiled down to both parties not cooperating, not not wanting to yield in the slightest, even when you're the minority party. I don't mean minorities. I mean, you know, you have I less know. control in office, just so everybody follows me here. Um, I, I don't understand it, dude, right? I mean, we're going to see a Supreme Court justice pass probably 51-49. That's that's probably very likely to happen because that's the that's the politics of the day. The lady's going to be too liberal no matter what she says. It, How it's many a Democrats voted for Kavanaugh? And I mean, that's, well, right. I mean, this this person won't be right. This person is, won't be investigated by the lines. FBI at the time. Yeah, it, it's straight down party lines, and it's and it's pathetic. It truly, truly is. And you and I have talked about this, Joe. It is a bunch of freaking children uh, too spoiled to take in there. I'm going to go home and take my ball. That's all it is. They don't want to cooperate. They don't know what it means to compromise. And they're idiots. They're either just stuck in their ways and they need to go, period. This is ex this is the exact freaking reason we need term limits, period. Yeah. Um, period. You know. I, I listen, they did a they did a they were a little better with Amy Coney Barrett, who might have been politically the worst of the three. Kavanaugh's turned out to be like a liberal darling. And um, I mean, even Gorsuch has a time or two stepped up on behalf of human beings over corporations. So there is some hope. But Amy Coney Barrett, um, much like Clarence Thomas, whatever the right wing view is. Yeah, that's where they're going no matter what happens. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, with a 6-3 majority, you have two people who absolutely are not objective to anything beyond their own viewpoint. And I I, I, I don't like only that. Two? Only, only two? Only two. Okay. Only two. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. It. And, and, I'll, and Got I'll, it. Tell I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. There's been numerous times where the liberals have voted unanimously with the conservative justices in this last session because they they generally go on the side of what the law is and and not to any political lean. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I'm not saying anything you couldn't look up and verify. I mean, they keep track of it. And don't forget, of course, Clarence Thomas wife 
is one of the the biggest um, political operatives uh, in 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 uh, in in the whole Republican uh, network. So, I mean, this is a this is a person with heavy influence who's husband is a Supreme Court justice who literally isn't interested in hearing anything. He's already made up his mind. That's a problem. We can't have people like that in that position. Agreed. You know, I again, agree with listen, you too. I, right, I do. Listen, I mean, if it, whatever if you're Santa saying Mayor is, I, I or any of those, any of those liberals, if they were just a hundred percent, I would be saying the same thing. You it's this isn't about your ideology. This is about case law. This is about statues. You have to follow what what came before. Okay, it 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 would take a real shift in the landscape for you to basically go back fifty years on rights. I'm talking specifically about abortion, which is something that yeah. nobody in this country, outside of white evangelical Christian males, I can I, I'll show you polls this evening. Um, when I do my little bit, I'll show you polls. Nobody in this country believes that abortion should be banned. Nobody. It's one group of white dudes. You know what? Over I, I agree with that, Joe. I do. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And you know I'm pro-choice, right? So before Victoria looks at me like I'm a, the devil here, I am pro-choice. However, I do want to say this. How many people right now, both of you, do you know, right? Let's say this, like myself. I don't believe in abortion personally, but I am not allowed to say that to other people. How many, I would never go through an abortion, but I can't tell that to another person. So right. people do believe. Never go through it. I hate to believe. bring this issue up again, but you could find transgender people to be icky. Just don't tell them. Same, same kind of concept. I mean, exactly. you, you, you know, here's the thing, exactly. right? To bring up my favorite subject ever, wedding cakes, you know, you can just give somebody a cake and not, like, endorse their actual sexual, like, that's, does it, does it matter what the couple's doing when they leave the bakery? Right. They're not going to use your cake for the kinky. Calm down. And even if they were. I have a question. Do you think that hurt or helped that cake baker, by the way? I what think he mean? went out of business and oh, he got GoFundMe so money and he paid his he legal bills. So when you make decisions, which I am not, again, again, we just agreed, all three of us, that it's nobody's right to make decisions for anybody else. So he made a decision. He suffered the consequences. Right. Is he a bad person? Yeah. But am I allowed to tell him that? No, I'm not allowed to tell somebody that they're icky. I can't tell what? somebody they're a bad person. That's, I disagree with that sentiment. Completely. I can't tell someone they're a bad person. Uh, no. If they don't hey, believe that they are. Look at it. I mean, look at Because you believe that they're a bad person. If they don't. But, I mean, uh, but I'm basing it on, I'm basing it on like community standards. I'm basing like, it on like rule of law. And like, you know what I mean? So I can't I wait. So wait, James, can I You can don't I believe say, in God. That makes I me say, a bad person. Can I that say that a person who's a Does pedophile a is a bad person? person? I can't say pedophiles are bad people. I when I think that somebody is a bad person. I never said I had thought about anything about you or your religion or what you personally believe. I Or that that has anything to do with if I think that a person is a good person or a bad person. But if I think somebody is a bad person and I want to fucking tell them, I'm going to tell them. Especially if it's affecting my life. 
And that's just how I feel. Like, I don't know. And like, the, there's a difference between you going out of your way to make somebody feel bad about themselves and you sticking up for yourself and telling somebody that they're a bad person. There's a huge difference between that. Huge. I disagree wholeheartedly. Well, then I don't know what to tell you because you must be living in a, on a different planet <laughs> or something. Really? Like, I, I mean, if somebody is offending you and you're like, you're a bad person, you're hurting my feelings and you won't stop. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, there's quite the difference between that. Like, if you walk up to a transgender person and you say, I think you're icky and they say, well, I think you're a bad person and you go, <gasps> how dare you call me a bad person? What? Like, you just, that sounds crazy. Why would I walk up to a transgender person and tell them? No, you wouldn't. That's Thank that's you. why you're not. A, you. That's why you're that's not what a bad I'm person. Saying. Now hold but on. If you did hold that on. and I said you're a bad person, you acted like would you would valid. be upset by that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all, ladies and gentlemen. I am not saying that at all. I'm glad if you're I explaining said, that because that's if, what I. No, heard. no, no. If I walked up to a transgender a transgender person and said, "Oh, you're really a man," right? That would make me a bad person because I'm just a rude motherfucker at that point. Yeah. I, would, but they would feel that however, way. However, how yeah, exactly? However, if I walked up to a transgender female, right, and called her her, like I do, called her she, like I do, and respect their decision, like I do, but I don't believe that she is actually a man. Why does that make me a bad person? Well, that's the thing is that if you're going to. No, it doesn't. Person, it doesn't. That's stop my point. It. No, that's stop what it. I'm no. saying. You're, listen, that's all you're, I'm you're, saying. You're fabricating something here, and I'll nope. tell you no, why. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'll tell you why, James. I'll tell no, you exactly I'm not. why. And I Victoria, know I'm not, because you'll, I never once said she, anybody was icky. I never once said stop that it. they should. I didn't do say what you did. Should. Stop, stop, stop. Listen, I didn't say you did. But yeah, I get treated like the asshole here. No, 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 no. James, it's only when when espousing the views of I'm against that or I have an issue with that where somebody would be like, well, that's you're not a good person. Why would you publicly air your grievances? Number one, I don't like that at all. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a personal right? anecdote. Can I tell you a personal anecdote? A, a friend sure. of Victoria and I uh recently came out as homosexual or bisexual even okay mm -hmm. and um it had never ever once occurred to me i just talked to him today in my entire life i never even thought twice about what his sexuality was i don't think about that when i when i meet people i don't i don't think about no, what they're doing you? at night with who i don't like why are people so worried about that it and and here's the thing listen if you're transgender and you present as a woman, I'm going to call you she because you'll look like a woman. If you have a beard, I'm going to have a really hard time taking that seriously. I would think like this doesn't seem, you know what I mean? Well, that's if you're putting point. in the effort and you're and you're like, I'm transitioning to a certain sex. I completely understand and respect that. But you, you got to. It's gotta, it's gotta be real. I think that that's my only, that's my only weird thing, Victoria. Maybe that's bad. Maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't um, even say anything that people. bad. I'm just saying. I don't think uh, that was bad. I just, I again, it's like I, listen, I don't think it was. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my bad. other anecdote. You know, we have a, a family member who is transitioning, and I've known this person as a guy uh, for like twenty years. 
And for the last like four, she's a, a, a female now. And, and the grandparents are like in their eighties and they mess it up a lot. They say he, and they, they call her by her, her boy name and everybody gets all pissed. And I'm like, all right, listen, I mean, they're like in their eighties. They're really trying. Like they're trying to wrap <laughs> their mind around all that. Their memory's it's, not even that good. They might've forgotten. No. And listen, you know, we, we've had this conversation, you know, and, and I, I've, I think I've said this on this show before, but like, the United States of America, and this is somewhat of a sad statement, is the most progressive country in the world by a lot. I mean, by a lot. What about and like and I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you why. And I'm a big fan of the Scandinavian countries, but you do sacrifice some rights in those countries to, to get the stuff that you get. Okay. It's a sweet deal, but you, you're kind of tied to the state a little bit over there. As as one would expect in a democratic socialist society. I mean, if they're investing in you, you got to invest back. Okay. As far as as far as freedom and rights, at least under the law, there's no country more progressive. There's no country that's made greater strides for anybody who's never been to Europe. Who's like, it's so great. You should say Europe, they're super, they're not progressive at all. They're worse than we are here in the United States. We've talked about Asia oh and God. how racist they are there. <laughs> oh my the United God. States is, is the only country in the world that's like actively moving forward with gay rights, transgender rights, female rights in the last you know century, civil rights that we're still sort of sorting out over the last 60 years. But we're working on it. In the it. Middle Eastern countries, they're throwing they're throwing gay people, gay people off. Right. Uh, we're in a vastly different place. And, and listen, we have a ways to go. And I think we, uh, you know, James, we've talked about this. And Victoria, I, I think you'll agree with me. I think all, all of us one day would like to live in a world where there's no racism, where we're just all Americans and we kind of get over that, that tribal baloney that so many people subscribe to. But... You know, in the meantime, people are just going to hate on each other. And I, it doesn't do anybody any good. You know, I mean, and, and all we continue to do is find ways to break down by religion, by race, by state, by party. By, it's so stupid. Guys, I was born in Seoul, Korea. Not even born in this country. But I call myself an American. I don't call myself an Asian American. I don't call myself a Korean American. I call myself an American. Why? Because that's where I want to be. And that's who I want to be. If I wanted to be Korean, I would go live in Korea. But I'm an American. Besides the fact that I serve for this country. But that's neither here nor there. I am an American. And I don't classify myself as an Asian American. I don't. I I. I, I I'll be honest with everybody right now. If this puts me in the friggin' hot seat, it puts me in the hot seat. Oh boy. I hate it. I absolutely hate it when they call themselves African American, Mexican American, Puerto Rican American, Honduran American. Either all those. I just I'll say that to you real quick. Most black people they don't want to hear African American. Because saying that they're black is not an offensive term. It's not. Just like when somebody says that we're white, it's not an offensive term. It's not. Saying that somebody from Jamaica is African-American is nonsensical. (laughs) 
it's insane. stupidity. It's Absolutely. Funny. Yeah. Thank you very much. So um, why don't we make it all easy and just say, if you live in a freaking America, you're an American. You're contributing to the society. You're paying taxes. You're doing what's right. You're in a freaking America. You know, but but James, Period. then you know what? Maybe, and I hate to I hate to say this, but listen, you know, all this PC stuff over the years to like, you know, to make us more sensitive of the fact that we had desensitized calling, you know, guys that weren't as tough, you know, fags and or you know, you throw like a sissy or you throw like a girl. We we've learned that that those terms are incredibly offensive. They didn't, you know, they they weren't meant in a in a in a you know violating your civil rights kind of way. It was just stupid slang talk that we had. Nobody was saying those things with hatred. Watch Nobody John was saying they couldn't do whatever. You listen, know? Right? By listen, calling by calling watch, Joe a homo watch, doesn't mean I don't want watch any of watch <laughs> any of John Hughes's films from the eighties. These like American classic teen films, and you will hear everybody refer to everybody as that word that Victoria cringed at, or you know they'll refer. This is so gay. You're so gay. What are you gay? That that's what the dialogue of most of those movies is. And I sit there and I watch it now and I cringe and I think, I mean, that didn't do anything to me when I watched it. That was just the way people talked. Again, it wasn't it wasn't meant in hatred. It was more like, ah, you're kind of a sissy boy. But then um, when you put it in place, uh, like if you put anything in place of that, like for example, or like if you were to go, oh my God, you're being so black right now. Like instead of like you're being so gay right now. <laughs> right. What the but fuck we did, <laughs> but we did. I mean, when I was, when I was younger and like, I would joke with my black friends about stealing stuff all like that was, but it's like, that's what we did. We made fun of each other. Right. I was Italian. So I ate spaghetti. I mean, it was, that's just the way it was, but, yeah. but you know, I'll tell you what Victoria and why it was wrong. And again, why I look back on it now when I cringe is we were desensitizing ourselves to that. Yeah. Which and is, it, I don't that, think necessarily that was messed up. But this is the thing, is that if I don't have a problem with people who don't personally want to be offended by things, but you have to understand that you don't have the same mindset and you have also not been through the same things as other people have. So if, so I get it. Like, so say like some gay people aren't offended by people saying that's so gay. But if some people are, I'm going to keep that out of my vocabulary because I'm not trying to fucking hurt somebody's feelings or ruin somebody's day because I called somebody else. Gay. You know, like, I said that, that right? Happened. What? You know, you're, you know, you're agreeing with me then. Yes. That's yeah, what that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is, listen, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is, you know, so many people your age, Victoria, like want to indict people my age. Like, wow, you guys said that. And it's like, you didn't live then. You don't understand anything about what life was like then. And sort of like, we didn't have a whole lot of entertainment. And so when you met somebody that was different than you, uh, you you mostly were just kind of joking around to try to understand the differences. Well, you know what, Joe? You. Here, here's it really what it is. But like, but again, really and, and listen, I and this is why again, dude, words are so important. And and when Donald Trump's talking about you know immigrants coming in, no, 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 important, important, James, because the vocabulary is important. But when you start the sentence, you're referring to immigrants as rodents. And you say that they're infesting the country. Show me the clip. You're, show me the clip where he said that. About I'll all show you the tweet, and James. I'll show you the look clip it up. Where he said it about the fucking games, dude. James, go he look said it up. It about it's, the it's, gang members. It's a look literally it a tweet that he wrote where he said immigrants were infesting the country. When you speak like that, 
that's where you start getting those Hitler kind of comparisons. Oh, when, when you okay. when you try to desensitize. Wait a minute. <laughs> when you, James, I don't know why you're not listening, and I'm I don't know what's funny I'm about it. But when you start saying, to use words that desensitize, that desensitize mm -hmm. the other person. You know, look at let's let's talk about Sarah Palin. Another you mean like calling everybody right. a fucking terrorist. Let's let's. You mean yeah. like calling everybody a terrorist? No, nope. James. Calling people that. who disrupt flights terrorists. Yes, that's what happens on a plane. Go light a cigarette in the bathroom. You'd be on the same goddamn list. Sorry, you guys act like two year olds. Are you oh, kidding I'm so me, Joe? Are you, you guys kidding are privileged me? A man yelling ignorant. for his kid is a terrorist and ignorant. A man yelling in his kid for the rights of his kid is a terrorist. Yes, no. an idiot terrorist. Absolutely yes, not. and that's why. You, yes, when you start this making is what, threats, this is, you you're know a what? terrorist. You're proving yes. your own point right now. You're right, proving your people own point. who make threats are terrorists. No, you're, you're, Joe, listen, you're not. conflating people who are going there and and making rational arguments with people who have made actual threats to school boards. Stop doing that. I'm not. They were very shit. clear. That's not who they I were talking the, about. I know what a terrorist is, Joe. I do. Oh, tell me, please Trust tell me. me. What political game did that man have? Who was he trying to terrify? What group was he trying to terrify for his a political local game? school board of people who live in the same town as him? That's for scary. His for his political game, there doesn't have to hold on. There does not yes. have to be any political game for it to be um, a terrorist. Actually, it class. does. Look up the no. Actually, of it doesn't because school shootings are a form of terrorism. So don't even come on, it's, dude. You have the same Google as I do. You Google it. T school shootings are terroristic, and I don't think Adam Lanza had a political agenda when he walked into Sandy Hook. Correct me if I'm wrong. Thanks, though. That's I'll the thing that I have. You. That's the problem that I have, too. Everybody in this country I'll said correct you. I'm correcting you. Can only Adam Lanza was a friggin' awful tragedy. All right. So, number one, don't try to tell me that I was on the side of any goddamn shooter. I didn't tell you that. Nobody that. ever said that. You're right. putting Okay, good. I don't okay, know. Okay, good. I just want to make that clear right now. Back. I'm just saying. I want to make that clear. All right? School shootings, bombings, awful. Awful. The definition of terrorism are groups and ideologies formed to terrorize another group and ideology in order to gain political gain. That's the definition of terrorism, not verbatim, but so-so. There is no ideology of Adam Lanza that he is trying to freaking send out there, except that he's a freaking psychotic moron. There's no ideology. There's no political ideology. There's nothing right, to but when a parent threatens to blow up a school board or kill a school board member because he doesn't like a mask mandate, that's a very political that statement is, to make. That's different. And those are the people they're referring to as domestic terrorists, not and the mom and dad that's like, I don't like this. I'm looking at an article right how now. How many people got arrested? Terrorists in Michigan for a school shooting, and you're going to sit here and tell me that that's not terrorism. Terrorism in this I'm country sorry. most often happens by white people who are just fucked up like that's like what like like and that's what this country like doesn't understand terrorist attacks aren't just like 9-11 and osama bin laden and people coming over and trying to like whatever like that's not really it the most terrorist attacks that happen in this country are from americans by americans to other americans like what like i just don't no, absolutely not. You're, you're yeah. James, James wants yeah. to see the numbers on that he doesn't you're, buy it no, i understand the numbers but you're just wrong like we went to freaking okay. wars There's for no terrorism. Doesn't like want to even see the that actually went to war against terrorism. 
Okay. Oh boy. You mean one of those people? You I'm sorry. You want to say that again? What, what, what kind of people are you talking about? You clearly don't understand what I'm talking about. I don't care what if you're kind, or not. It no, doesn't no, mean you're a terrorist. You you're a hero, and I'm very happy you're an American hero, and thank you for your service. But it doesn't mean that you understand the definition of everything that you are fighting for. Thank you. And I don't like. I don't know what to tell you about that. I really don't. And it's very fucking clear because I just looked it up right now. Is school shooting a domestic terrorist attack? Yes, it is. Like, I don't know. Defined by who? Not defined the by justice me. Department, I just up. The Justice Department that filed the charges, I would assume. Yeah. All right. Like, well, listen, uh, we're, we're getting into semantics at this point. Um, Victoria, did you uh, you have anything you want to bring up tonight? Just the Hillary Clinton stuff, but I feel like we already kind of went past that. I also kind of wanted to talk about the drug issue that we were talking about last night. I have a really big issue with drugs and how we handle it in this country, and especially, you know, I, we've already talked about, like, religion and how they bring that into AA and all that kind of stuff, and I think that that's extremely detrimental, especially to addicts and people who are already in an extremely fragile state. Um, so I kind of just wanted to touch on that a little bit, and I think that all drugs should be legalized. <laughs> and that's that on that. <laughs> You know what? I actually kind of agree with that. And yeah, I'll tell you why. A lot, uh, less uh, overdoses, and if people could get it uh, medically, it would be a lot better than people just getting it off the street. Because no matter what you do, if you get rid of them completely, if you're trying to make it illegal, if you whatever, drug addicts are still going to be drug addicts. So you got to do it as safe as you possibly can. And I really do commend people that like work at those type of shelters to hand out like clean needles and stuff like that. So people aren't using rusty AIDS needles to shoot themselves up with. Um, and I think that it is a necessary thing for this country. And anybody who disagrees clearly it has not looked at the numbers of when you uh, get rid of weed, when you get rid of all these other opiates, all these other drugs and stuff like that. And in all the other countries where they have decriminalized these things or, you know, gave people, I don't want to say better access to them, but essentially so there are a lot less overdoses, arrests, crimes related, you know, just in general. Crime goes down in general because a lot of crimes especially with gangs are over drugs and all that kind of stuff. And if that kind of stuff is essentially off the street and cheaper and more accessible to people, then there will be a lot less of that. So that's how I feel. I actually don't agree with all of what that, what you just said there. I do agree with a lot of it, but here's why I think all drugs should be legal. This part, I actually do agree with you in because I actually went to a, a substance abuse school in the Marine Corps. And this is what I found out in there. Thousands, thousands of people have died from overdose, from withdrawals, right? From heroin, crack, opioids, etc. Thousands of people have died from that. And it's illegal, right? Mm -hmm. Millions, <laughs> millions of people have died from alcohol withdrawals. Yeah, I, and well, that's legal. actually the most common like thing to like when you uh withdrawal from any other drug like other than alcohol it's actually a, like the chances of you dying are very 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 small you're right none but when That's you right. just completely cold turkey off of alcohol your body goes into this like type of reaction where and yep. i completely do agree with that i think That's that right. the stigma against other drugs and people fine with alcohol in this country is obscene. I think it is absolutely crazy. And I think that I even hold like some of that prejudice, like still, even though like, I'm sure everybody on this show knows, but 
we all smoke weed. Um, uh, I like never imagine like smoking weed, like with like my dad or like with like Joe or something like that. But like, I could like imagine like having a beer with you guys because I feel like it, there's such like a, but in my mind, it's I know that, acceptable. Right. Like I know that there's like really no difference in my head, but I also still like feel weird about it for some reason because there is like that stigma, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm over that. I got zero, by the way, zero people have died from marijuana withdrawals. Just to let everybody know, statistically proven, zero people. (laughs) And yet, and Mm -hmm. yet, you'll remember when they legalized it in Colorado. Immediately, the right wing media started misreporting people were overdosing on marijuana. It it looked like an onion headline, and I will say this now. Hold on, you you can over it is. Scientifically, you can overdose on marijuana. You're not going to die from it. Nothing bad is going to happen to you. You get, technically, when you get the uh, the spins and a little bit uh, nauseous from it, you you technically that's my, what my doctor said. That's technically what they consider overdosing. <laughs> so like technically, cannabinoid so, like syndrome or something like that. Like the, I'm sorry, I didn't. I missed that. Isn't it called like hypercannabinoid syndrome or something like that? Like the technical like definition. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. But that's technically, but no, nobody, nothing bad is going to, you might. I've been, I've actually been running a 24 year controlled experiment. (laughs) And I can promise you it is, uh, no one's overdosing. Um, Yeah, very controlled and uh, very good. Uh, All right. Uh, What's Mike say? This is not a terrorist action. It's a psychopathic person. Yeah, listen, I we got to stop trying to differentiate the murders. You know, we we've been we've been doing that since about 2012 with Trayvon Martin, where we decided we're going to take sides on murder. We we just we we don't want people getting murdered. We don't want people getting murdered. We need to start. Um, we need to figure out a way to to make people realize that murder's not like a good option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. There's so many TV shows like they show you now. I mean, if Jesus. you if you have fingers uh, or hair anywhere on your body, you're gonna leave trace evidence, and they're gonna have you nabbed up in a couple of weeks. Why are people still murdering people? You know, it's like we, we, but, but again, now politically, we still, we always take sides in murders. Like it's an insane thing. Like murder's bad. No murder. That shouldn't be hard. I'm not taking any sides. I I, I absolutely appall. Did you think George Floyd should have died or did you? Absolutely not. I've always said that. Absolutely. I'm not choosing sides in murder. You know, I know George Floyd didn't deserve to freaking die in the slightest. Not not at all. And do I think what that freaking cop's name is deserves to be in jail? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right. Do I murder people? Do I believe he should be charged with murder? No, but I believe he deserves in jail. I do. But he totally like murdered him on the street, though. (laughs) What would you have charged him with? Manslaughter. 100 percent. Okay. You meant to kill him. He told him you're killing me. What is the police procedure? To get off of him and put him no, in cuffs or something? No, like put him against police the car. Police procedure should be to not kill people. Thank you. Thank you. But the procedure at the time was to maintain control. 
So technically he wasn't breaking procedure because he said he was maintaining control. Was it wrong? hundred percent, 100%. Don't yell at me guys, please. Should he be in jail? hundred percent. But technically it's not murder. If he was following what the, his law said to do it's manslaughter. All right. Let's talk about, well, I believe it's murder. Thing. Yeah. Let's talk about this crack pipe thing now. Um, because yes, there it is. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, last week on the show, uh, I did a big, long rant. It was pretty hilarious, Victoria, about Biden giving out the free crack pipes. And in the in the in uh, uh, or in the aftermath of all that, several Republican senators, Marco Rubio, Marsha Blackburn and Dino, Joe Manchin. I love that guy. Uh, They decided they were going to hold up some bills until they could pass a bill that the government can't give away crack pipes and jokes on us because there was no crack pipes. Um, and that's unfortunate. It really is because that, that really would have been hilarious. Now here's the thing. I, I think this is important for everybody to understand what's in a smoking kit. Well, the Washington free beacon assumed crack pipes. They're wrong, but, there are syringes in there. And see, here's the thing. Syringes would have been enough. That would have been enough. That would have been a true story. Yeah. But they, they just had a, ooh, a little I, so, bit extra. You know I don't what, get that. That is, that is a political ploy just to play. I mean, because they meant, they left it so ambiguous. For example, what is a harm reduction vending machine? I don't know. Okay. But what I wouldn't speculate. Infection? I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't make the assumption that that means it's going to shoot Reese's peanut butter cups out of my ass. You know what I, I mean? What is a safe sex kit? I assume it's got condoms, but again, okay. dude, like I, All right, that's cool. but James, listen, I could no, also afford be like, listen, they're giving away like uh magnum my condoms favorites. only. Like it's discrimination. <laughs> this and is one like, of my wait, favorites. Guys. How do you know what's one. in there? Hold on. Hold on. This is one of my favorites. Sharp disposal and medication disposal kits. Because after you shoot up, the first thing I want to do is look for a safe disposal yeah. kit. <laughs> 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 so my point in all that, my point in this is, did they take it a step too far? Absolutely. But hold on. You can't say, you can't say that it's not a crack pipe because you can't, it doesn't say anything. It's a completely ambiguous. It's just still, it just says safe smoke, safe sex kit. Next line, safe smoking kit. That, I mean, that, that's it. And I, I looked through this whole, this whole bill and it doesn't specify. But you see, you could also, you could also, so, yeah, you could, you say could say also report and speculate that in the safe sex kit that they're giving away chastity belts. On yeah, your exactly. head, chastity belts. They you could, could go on the news and you could run with that. And that story's going to pick up and be like, man, these liberals are nuts. And then you find out, like, no, there's condoms it's in there. Condoms. It, it's condoms. You know what I mean? Like, but again, why not so focus so what on is... what was in there or the fact that, listen, this is, I think, James, listen, this is a well intentioned sort of liberal program. It is. Like, if they're going to do it, 100%. let's give them good stuff. Right. No, you, I mean, what an idiotic idea. You know, no, those, those no. people need to be in rehabilitation centers that getting proper treatment. 
if you don't want to get clean, you won't. In like, honestly, I don't know. Like, if you like have ever. Yeah, but if you don't want to get clean, then I think at some point, though, you know, you're committing crimes to get high and stuff. You're gonna have to go to jail. Well, we just discussed about decriminalizing. That's why I feel like everybody should just mind their own business because who gives? Yeah, but the problem is, Victoria, there gets to be a point where you don't have any money, and now you're robbing people to support your habit, and now you don't get to go to rehab. Now you got to go to the jail. Not and, if this shit is legalized and not if it's like. But there's still people who live on the streets who are still buying illegal drugs and robbing people to get the money to pay for I'm illegal saying, drugs. Let's not down. pretend that's it's, not happening. It goes there's down a giant homeless out. community all over the country, and that's a real problem. Hey, we should be addressing the homeless I problem. I want to I say something real quick about this drug thing, all right? And it's not about who's right and who's wrong here, but I really think that we need to take a step back and look at this with the fentanyl problem and the angle from the fentanyl problem because that right now has become the number one killer in America Y'all is fentanyl sick. overdose. So you're hard, I, I think you're, I think we should legalize or decriminalize drugs. All right. But they need to be safe. And right now the drugs on the street are not safe. Whoever Mr. Gravy Train is, if they don't want to clean, get clean, forget about them. They can turn into grocery meat. Honestly, you're sick. And I don't feel bad about saying that. You're a sick human being. And, like, your your morality is crazy. Like, you're absolutely sick. Like, I don't understand. Like, so just because people are addicts, because they're not human, they can get turned into grocery meat. Like, have you ever struggled with addiction? Have you ever had a family member that struggles with addiction? Have you ever struggled with anything in your life, period? Like, You, you might have been being know. sarcastic. <laughs> He might have been being sarcastic because of what I said. And oh, listen, babe, if that's the case, then you're making a funny haha joke. And I'm really I, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, listen, I took it as that. And listen, I don't mean to say throw these people in jail, but I'm saying there comes a point where if you don't want to get clean and you're out there committing crimes, we're not going to keep detoxing you for 30 days and sending you back out there with a clean kit. Not, not going to fly. There's ramifications. I understand how terrible addiction is and what a problem it is, but if you choose not to get clean and you commit crimes, you're going to have to actually go to the big boy jail. I feel like the committing crimes is like a completely different story rather than just like drug addicts in general. Like I agree. If somebody, I don't think drug crime, addicts in general are the problem. That, like I agree with that. If somebody is committing a crime, no matter what their situation is or what they're going through, they should be, have the proper, recommendation for it i completely agree with that oh, all right um, good same page here but i think but again i like, think we got to get them help and we got to clean that up and here's the thing and here's why liberal ideas are good james because again i think if you're educating people and you're putting out these job training programs if if you're if you're reducing crime in these areas because people have opportunities because people are getting fair wages you see the reduction in crime you live in a better society by nature and more educated one is one that's generally more tolerant. Eventually, again, I think that leads to the better place maybe that we're all looking for. I agree wholeheartedly. I do. So when we talk about the worst cities, right, in the country, and the worst education systems, and the least amount of funding for these education systems, because that's really what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. What cities are we talking about again? Yeah. Because it's not Demo it's not Republican cities, it's been Repo Democrat ran. 
Democrat-controlled right. for decades. And here's where Stronghold. we get down to the nitty-gritty of what the problem is. And this is why segregation is such an issue. And, and I think if you look at the state that we're all currently living in, in Connecticut, you can see exactly what I'm talking about. If you look at the areas where there's heavy minority populations, like in Hartford, Bridgeport, yeah, Stanford, you you see those towns are are economically depressed. There's not a lot of value on the houses. So again, you put Democrats in office, lower tax rate too. They're not bringing in a lot of money. There's not a lot of money for the schools. There's not a lot of money for the education. And guess where everybody ends up? Right there out on the streets, getting in the gangs, getting into trouble, not finding an opportunity, not finding a way to get out of out of the inner city. So, so wouldn't you put the priority on those schools, vice, safe drug kits? Wouldn't you put the priority on the education of our children? On yeah. vice well, condoms? That, that would be a better progressive liberal idea is pushing education on on inner city people and people that are just generally in poverty stricken areas because again and job skill training like invest in that it's worth it in the long run here's what i have never believed in in my entire life i don't believe people are lazy i don't think people want to just sit on their butt and not achieve something okay and and maybe a lot more people these days just want to get famous on the internet but that's a thing too uh, it's something you could dream about while you're working at Taco Bell, you know, but you're going to have to work somehow because you have to support yourself. But I think if people are working towards achieving something again, uh, a more educated society, you're just going to see a total shift in people's behavior. Absolutely. So, Victoria's going to like this. My next comment, Victoria's really going to like this one. Since 2015, the United States has spent $1 trillion on the war on drugs. We could have spent that on education. Period. Well, like this, the, there's another thing I just said. Um, I don't think that um, this country really has to pick and choose. We have the budget for it. Um, we do. So I don't really understand true, that. True, true. But are we winning the war on drugs? Housing. I think that people should have access to school and beyond just like high school, college. Like, I think that all of that kind of stuff should be a lot more accessible to everybody in our community. And that would help greatly. And like, that is a step before the whole handing out drug kits or whatever. It's about the prevention. I understand that. But the point that we're at, like in this country, is that it's too late for the people who are already there. Like we can do everything that we can to prevent future generations from getting there. But like for the people that are already there and at that point, I feel like we need to do what we can to support them, to keep them safe. And if they're not ready to get out of their situation, you know, give them clean stuff. And when they are, give them the resources to be able to do so because they're never going to get clean if they do you believe and die. Like, <laughs> I'm not challenging you. I'm just kind of curious here. I'm not challenging you. I'm, I'm very curious. Do you believe that people can be as productive, let's say, as a heroin addict or a crack addict as somebody who isn't? Well, like, personally, I don't do 
heroin. And I don't think that somebody's value or their worth as a I'm person. I'm so glad you said that. I'm not saying that, guys. I'm not saying that. I'm not, all I asked was, are they product as productive? But I'm just going to be completely honest right now. I cannot do anything without smoking weed. I'm addicted to it. And I will be the I first person to say that. I didn't say weed. Well, no, I'm just saying I am addicted to it. Like, I know a lot of people say that it's like not like addictive or whatever, but like you can get addicted to food. You can get addicted to weed. You can get addicted to anything. Like you literally doesn't have no, to have any like addicted yeah. substances. Let me ask you something. If you didn't life, have weed for the rest of the night, I would kill and you myself. Knew you wouldn't get any tomorrow. You wouldn't kill yourself because I'm sure you've been out of weed before and you haven't killed yourself. But I would you though. hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it like two in the morning. You 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 tweet your buddy or whatever you guys Snapchat or whatever, and someone's like, "Hey, I got some weed, twenty bucks." Would you go to your mom's purse and take some cash out and go buy it? Um, when I was 16, yes. Now, no. No, as an adult, <laughs> you wouldn't do that. So you're you're not addicted, okay? Um, listen, addiction is when your body your body craves it so and... much that you're sick without it. That That's you would evil. literally stab your me. mother in the face in order to get your next high. That's just not the deal with the weed. It's just not. I understand not that. that I'm not trying to compare weed to other substances. All I'm saying is that like you can be like an addict and like still be productive. With that being said, I've never done heroin. I've never done anything like that. All I'm saying is like I know what it's like to literally be like addicted to something because like I know you say like whatever. Like obviously I'm not at the point where I'm going to fucking kill people over weed and I really would hope that if I was on another substance I wouldn't be at that point either. But um, I am like sick without it. Like I literally violently throw up every morning if I don't smoke weed like I do and like that's just how it is for me I also struggle with like eating problems I've talked about this on the show before I had like a really bad eating disorder and like through that I literally cannot eat without smoking weed I just can't do it like it's like my body just does not let me do it and it's awful so like to be completely honest with you if I just stopped I would probably just wither away into nothing so like regardless of if it's like me like driving myself off of a bridge or if I'm like killing myself without even like trying to like it inevitably would happen at this point in my life where I'm at. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's stunning that you're the most sober person on the show. And that's literally what you're saying right now. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't do anything like that, but I am 1000%, 1000% dependent on weed. And I honestly, I do have shame in my game about that. I really hope that at some point in my life, it doesn't have to be like this because like, it sucks. Like it really sucks. Like freaking out and being like, but like, um, and especially like being so young and like already like being here, but I'm really hoping by the time I'm 23, I can stop smoking because I have to. And only if I want to. Okay. I wish you all the best with that. I don't know <laughs> what kind of swag weed you're buying, but I got a guy. If you, I don't know. That sounds like you're just getting bad stuff. I, 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 I don't know, bro. I've been doing this for a long time, long time. Yeah. And I've been around people. I dude. I remember being on a bus with this dude in Jamaica. And it was the first time he ever smoked weed. And we got on the wrong shuttle. We got on a shuttle with a bunch of, like, missionary school children, like, in, in like, shirts and ties. And I looked at this <laughs> dude, and I was like, I go, dude, I go, everybody knows we're stoned. And he started freaking out. Mm -hmm. And then I grabbed him by his arm, 
I walked him off the bus and he was fine. Can't relate. I yeah. honestly go in your head. You'll be fine. Not though. Like I uh, should do we should do a weed show. <laughs> like the first time I ever took dabs, I was like 14. And I just thought, I don't know who I thought I was, but I just, I don't even know. About a buck 50. I did too much. Yeah, about a buck Frick. 50. I did way too much. And then I just started throwing up all over the entire time. Top shelf? For an ounce. Yeah. $150 for an ounce of top shelf cannabis. Yeah. Maybe from your guy, but not from the dispensary. From the dispensary I need to go where you guys are like going. Pushing 250 Oh, are you paying more? I pay a lot more than that. I don't know what we're doing on this show right now. We should probably do this on the after show. Let's get back to politics. <laughs> I don't know what we just did there. I don't like it. Yeah, no, 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 taking no, a fifth. No. So, yeah. I, I mean, getting back to this whole drug thing, I, I you're 100 right. Decriminalize uh, uh, possessions. Decriminalize those kind of things, right? Uh, I we might still have to criminalize dealing, but criminalize uh, a decriminalized possession. Stop spending a trillion dollars on the war on drugs. Where and decriminalize crap. It's dependent on education. That's what I want to say about that. I agree. Well, sort of, but well said. Well, this was right. fun. This was yeah. fun. Nobody really, nobody's I screamed for a few minutes there, and I, I apologize. I was, for that. I was like back here when that was happening. I was like not involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> James likes to get under my skin, and he does a great job of it. And so congratulations on that, James. The That's whole thing's wow. Jimmy thing is so confusing to me. I was looking at my email. I'm like, Jimmy, where, why is no Jimmy coming up? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> call me Jimmy. That's fine. I, I don't. I prefer Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, the only times I call myself James is like a formal setting. Crap. I like met that. him in a formal setting, and yeah, I did. can't now. I can't go back. I try during yeah. during the show a bunch of times. I was like Jimmy, but I notice I always fall back to James. You do. You do. Hey, especially, uh, when, you, especially <laughs> when you say the wrong stuff. Exactly. Hey, I really appreciate everybody for listening. I want to wrap the show up right now real quick. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Uh, thank you for chatting with us. Um, we love the interaction. Anybody got anything else to say before I say goodbye? I'm sorry nope. if I offended anybody. <laughs> we all are. I apologize <laughs> in advance if something I said was offensive this evening. Believe me, it's not who I am as a person. This is a learning experience. The moment I'm going to use to grow as a person. And um, I'm really sorry you felt that way. Nice covering your ass. God bless America. Everybody, again, for, thank you very much for listening. For Jill and Victoria, I'm Jimmy Batisti saying good night and God bless. <laughs>